505, and we've done it. We've made it all the way to Friday, the 12th of January. Yes, we are just hours away from the end of the world as we know it. And, no, Zach, I'm not talking about the weather. USDA comes out with a big report this morning. Oh, you thought I was going you had, weather. You, you really thought I, had, I mean, weather. you had me fooled. You thought I was going weather, yeah. didn't you? Mm, I well, did. I'm done talking about it. If you don't know about it by now, you're on your own. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have the milk and bread and eggs by now, you're on your own. That's all I can tell you. Um, right now, I'm showing 40, what is it, 44? I'm at 47 here at the studios, yeah. and that's, I mean, we're at that high. It's just going to drop. It's going to drop 40 degrees tonight. Yeah, it's going to drop 40 degrees. Um, I was looking, and you think, oh, yeah, right, it ain't coming. Well, I just happened to, what kind of happens in Kansas City kind of happens here. That's kind of the the route. Yeah, right just a couple now hours in Kansas them. City. Yeah, Kansas City right now, it is 23 degrees. It's yeah. coming. 23 degrees, and by... Nine o'clock this morning, they're going to be at fourteen. So they're going to drop ten <laughs> more degrees ten degrees in the next couple hours. Mm. So it is coming our way, and there is no doubt about it. Um, we're I getting s- ready for the football game. Yeah, they, we talked about this yesterday. Actually, it um, it might be the coldest NFL game on record tomorrow no, in no, Kansas no, City. No. Oh, in Kansas City. In Kansas City, yeah. B- because the ice. What was the what was in their game? They called it the Ice Bowl. It was like 13 below. The I think they said it was negative six when it started. And I, uh, Kansas City, so Kansas City might be the might match that because by game time tomorrow it's going to be zero. And they said by the end of the game it should be around negative five, negative six degrees with wind chills at negative 30. Yeah, and they say there's tickets readily available. <laughs> I bet they are. I yeah. bet I, they I are. said this morning we're gonna, we it's Friday we got to let the cows out but they might just want to stay out. in the barn. They, yeah. they, I don't know if they well, want to go. It's forty something this morning. They'll go out. Come right back. They'll in. come back pretty, by by <laughs> noon. They'll be back. Don't worry about that. So be sure and leave the barn door open so they can get back in. We'll have more about the weather. We'll take a look at what's going on in the markets. As we said, USDA comes out with their report this afternoon. It's going to tell us exactly how big the crop was this past year. And what impacts will that have on the market? We'll see what the overnight traders are doing. We've got a lot to get to. We've got our Illinois Farm Bureau report with Rita Frazier. Always good to hear from Rita, see what's going on with the Illinois Farm Bureau. So much to do, so little time. We better get started. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, good morning, everyone. As Farmer Dave mentioned, we're at 47 degrees outside right now at 508. Weather and sports are coming up. Both MoDOT and IDOT are preparing for the latest round of winter weather. Both agencies say Roads can't be pre-treated because the rain would wash away the chemicals. Motorists are advised to use extreme caution as roadways could become icy with the expected rapidly dropping temperatures this afternoon. Governor Mike Parson signed an executive order as a precautionary measure to prepare for winter weather. The order places the Missouri National Guard on standby for response efforts. St. Louis area is bracing for the extreme cold following this winter storm tonight. KTRS's Jill Enders has more. This has health officials warning the public to take precautions. This includes avoid being outdoors for long periods of time to prevent hypothermia and frostbite. If you do have to be outdoors, dress in layers. It's also advised to check on those who are at risk, such as elderly neighbors, family, and friends. 
Pet owners also reminded not to leave their pets outdoors for long periods of time. Anyone who sees an animal in distress should call their nearest law enforcement agency. Jill Enters, KTRS News. In other news, two men are facing charges in connection with a double shooting in St. Charles. 29-year-old Quindarian Wright and Brendan Sidner are charged on multiple counts, including assault and armed criminal action for the shooting along the 200 block of Transit Street. Initially, the shooting was reported as a result of an attempted robbery. Police say they were later learned it stemmed from a drug deal. Police claim Wright went for Cinder to the transaction. At some point, Cinder and a third man began shooting at one another. Wright took out a gun of his own and fired a shot at the third man as he ran away. He was later found in an alley with a gunshot wound. He remains hospitalized in stable condition. Sidner was also hit in the gunfire. His injuries are said to be non-life-threatening. The first committee hearings for the 2024 regular Missouri legislative session were held this week. Details from KTRS's Steve Potter. Among those was a lengthy hearing held by the Missouri Senate Education and Workforce Development Committee. Senator Andrew Koenig of Manchester is the chair and sponsor Senate Bill 727, a measure that seeks to modify provisions of the Missouri Empowerment Scholarship Accounts Program, increasing the cap to $75 million. During the hearing, Senator Tracy McCreary of St. Louis County said she still has some unanswered questions about his proposal. This bill would make more sense to me if it was focused on those students in those areas, but I'm not seeing that or reading it or even hearing about that happening. No committee action has yet been taken on Senate Bill 727. Committee hearings will continue when lawmakers return to Jefferson City on Tuesday. Steve Potter, KTRS News. Registration is now open for the 31st annual Purina Pet Parade on Sunday, February 4th. Thousands of pets and their owners will take to the streets of Soulard, walking from 12th and Allen to Soulard Market. The family-friendly event is billed as the world's largest costumed pet parade and benefits the Open Door Animal Sanctuary. More information is available online at PurinaPetParade.com. Time now is 5:11. Taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Rains expected throughout the day, high of 47 degrees by midday. Strong winds are expected, rapidly dropping the temperatures. Wind gusts as high as 50 miles an hour today. This is expected to bring some snow in as well. Tonight, 1 to 3 inches right now they're calling for is expected. Overnight lows down into the single digits tonight. Tomorrow it's going to be cloudy with a high of just 19 degrees. On Sunday, another round of snow moves in, a high of just 9 degrees on Sunday. It's currently 47 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Moving over to the sports desk, Jordan Cairo scored a hat trick last night as the Blues topped the New York Rangers 5-2 at Enterprise Center. Jordan Bennington continued his stellar play as of recent with 40 saves in the win. Number 10, Illinois basketball hung on to beat Michigan State 71-68 in Champaign last night. The Illini runs their record to 3-1 in the Big Ten as Maryland will come into town on Saturday. Mizzou women's basketball fell to number one South Carolina, 81 to 57. It's now three straight losses for the Tigers. Former Cardinals catcher Andrew Kisner has landed with the Texas Rangers. Kisner agreed to a one-year contract worth just over $1 million. Mizzou basketball is back home Saturday against South Carolina. Pre-game coverage starts at 2 p.m., 
with tip-off time set for 2.30 tomorrow on the Big 550 KTRS. That'll do it from the sports desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. It's another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day. Friday, already the 12th of January. Saw a cute little thing the other day on Facebook, Zach. It said, Some, no alarm clock will wake you up like the words, your cows are out. <laughs> on the farm, that'll get you up quicker than any alarm <laughs> clock if somebody tells you your cows are out. That'll even get you uh, out of bed? A, uh, yeah, God. The horses, when they're looking in the window, you know you're in trouble. Uh, some rain gauge reports coming in this morning. Folks have been up busy this morning putting in some rain gauge reports. Let's see. Uh, rain gauge report, St. Charles, Missouri, since midnight, 0.59. Uh, no rain before midnight. That's from John over there in St. Charles. Uh, Pete from Fenton, as of 435, we got 0.90 inches of rain. That's a lot of snow. Yeah, have have a great weekend, uh, safe weekend. Uh, uh, let's see. That's Pete over in Fenton. Uh, Farmer Dame again report from Western Saint Paul had one point two five inches of rain overnight. That's from Bill. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Farmer David. Started raining in Warson Woods sometimes after midnight, but it only got the pavement damp. And there's no accumulation in the rain gauge. Now, 46 degrees. Wind easterly at 4, gusting to 10. Humidity at 90%. Have a very cold but safe weekend. That's from our friend Pat. 4.4 inches of rain over in New Baden. I'm showing 0.69 here south of Belleville. And I didn't hear a thing overnight. I, I about wore out yesterday trying to get everything done going into this weather. Um cleaning stalls and bedding stalls and putting up some fence and getting waters ready to go. And Zach, in about four or five days, we'll have to take this down and take that down and let the animals back out. And But you got to do it because, boy, there, there's nothing worse than dealing with frozen waters mm. in, in, in zero weather. So um, all you folks with livestock out there, be uh, uh, be careful. Make sure you got everything ready to go. Harry over in Mascuta said he had point nine inches of rain as well did you see that story zach about the about the um i think we did it yesterday morning 
about the the puppy mill thing where they found um, some eighty some. Yeah, when did we we ran Labrador that story earlier this week that that puppy breeder out of what was it like Dixon or something? Yeah, they had uh, labs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Labrador retrievers. Well, they had pictures. You know, the, the advantage of TV is they can show those cute little pictures of those little puppies. Mm-hmm. Uh boy, that that that's a tough deal. But yeah. 80-some puppies. They said the Humane Society was going to be, would have them up for adoption at some point here after they get them all checked out. But anyhow, yeah, you wonder why. But if you got, if you got whether they're cats or dogs or horses or cows or whatever, make sure you got them set up for this cold weather because they're used to it. But they're, even even at those kind of temperatures, the wind is the killer. Mm-hmm. The barns. I mean, yeah, that, that wind chill is going to be like negative 20, 25 here. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my my horse barn pretty pretty tight. You know it's got it probably you know it's got a few vent holes <laughs> vent holes in it. You mm-hmm. want to call it, uh, but when it's a still when it's a still you know ten degrees versus a windy ten de- ten degrees that wind makes all the difference. It sucks the heat out of that building what little there is, and it just makes that draft. So make sure you got them kind of do the best you can. Most folks know know what to do and how to do, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's coming. As we said, it's in the low 20s in Kansas City already this morning. We'll have more on that forecast for you coming up. Let's run over to the lives, or to the grain trade. It's a big day in the grain, in the grain industry. USDA is going to come out with their reports later this morning. It's 11 o'clock our time. Analysts expect the USDA will reduce the Brazilian corn crop by 2.5 million metric ton to come in at 126.5 million metric ton. Um, with some delayed and replanting soybeans, a Brazilian second corn crop is expected to get a late start as well. Weekly ethanol production rose to an average of 1.06 million barrels per day. Corn use for ethanol is running about 7% above a year ago, while USDA was looking for a full-year gain of about 3%. March corn closed at 457, down one and three quarters. May down a one and a quarter at 469. Um, no big sales reported. Uh, USDA put the actual net sales on the low end of the trade estimates at 487,000 metric ton. Colombia, Japan, and Mexico were the largest buyers this past week. Sorghum sales were 133,000 metric ton, and that all went to China. Over on the overnight, it's very quiet, as we said, going into the report. March is even. May is even. July is a quarter cent higher. September's down a half cent at 482, and December trading at 489. That's down a half cent a bushel. So uh, everybody now just waiting for the USDA to come out with the numbers. Over on the, excuse me, on the soybeans, it was very quiet yesterday. Front month beans uh, ended the day, uh, we'll call it fractionally to a penny higher for the March contract. That limited the week's move to 41 cent drop. Soybean futures closed Thursday session, 170 to 210 lower, leaving the March contract at a net weekly $7.20 a ton pullback. Soy oil futures closed with a 45 to 51 point gain on the day. Pre-report estimates show analysts expect uh, to cut the Brazil soybean forecast by at least 1 million metric ton to as much as 8.2 million metric ton. Uh, there again, that'll be one of the numbers that they will be watching in the report. March beans closed at 12.36. That's even. May at 12.48, up a half cent. July beans closed at 12.56, up three quarters of a cent a bushel. Over on the overnight, we're a little stronger. It looks like March is up six at 12.43. 
Maize up six. November new crop trading at twelve thirteen. That's up six in January. Twenty five trading at twelve twenty. That's up a nickel. Over on the wheat trade, we were lower by about seven cents right down the board yesterday with July new crop at six twenty four. On the overnight trade, we're getting a little of it back. March is up four at six oh seven. July is at six twenty eight. That's up three and December of twenty four trading at six fifty one, up a penny and a half. Five twenty one on this Friday morning, twelfth of January. We'll take a quick break. Come back, take a look at the livestock and that forecast for the weekend right after this. Hi everyone, Jennifer Blome inviting you to join me September the fourth as we discover spectacular Tuscany with Colette. We'll unpack only once for a seven-night hotel stay at a beautiful resort and spa. Enjoy fabulous local wines and the region's famous cuisine. We'll visit vineyards, farm towns, Luca, and Pisa. We'll even take a Tuscan cooking class and learn how the famous Pecorino cheese is made at a local farm. Colette handles all the details, flights, meals, hotels, sightseeing, and local experiences. Our only job is to have the time of our life. Don't miss out. Join me and the folks from Colette to learn more on January the 30th at 6 p.m. in the Altair Travel Living Room in Brentwood. RSVP by calling our friends at Altair at 314-968-9600 or go to ktrs.com to learn more. I hope to see you on January the 30th at 6 p.m. in the Altair Travel Living Room. Hey, KTRS listeners, Roger Wigandon here at Don Rogers Limited, 6727 West Main in Belleville. Well, after over 47 years in business, I've made the very difficult decision to retire and turn the page to the next chapter in my life. The month of January, we invite you to enjoy a discount of 30% off the regular price of our entire inventory of wonderful men's and women's apparel and accessories. Nothing is held back. Also, our beautiful building located on Main Street with dedicated parking and spacious living above the store is off sold for sale. Perfect for starting your own boutique. We'll leave a turnkey for you, including the fixtures. Our retirement sale is in progress at Don Rogers Limited. Don't forget we are open 9.30 to 4, Tuesday through Saturday. As always, park at the door, walk in, and get waited on. All sales will be final during our entire sale. I would love to see you, my great friends, again one last time. And as always, we thank you for listening to our commercial. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 524, we'll have that forecast for you. You're running out the door right now. Well, you won't need much of a jacket, but take the heavy one along. You'll need it when you come home this afternoon. Over in the livestock trade, we were a little bit higher in the cattle. We'll call it anywhere from 77 to 105, higher as a matter of fact. Uh, February contract was up 122 on the week so far. Feeders also pushed higher with a 122 to 165 gain. Export sales data showed 12,000 metric ton of beef was booked during the week that ended the 4th. Japan, South Korea, and China were the top buyers. Wholesale box beef prices were 282 higher in the choice, $3 higher in the uh, selects, leaving the choice select spread at 1595 Federally inspected cattle numbers for the week listed at 424,000 through Thursday. That is down 78,000 head from the same week last year. Yeah, it's hard to move livestock in this kind of weather. February cattle closed at 171.80, up 105. April at 174.57, up 90. June cattle closed at 171.97, up 87. And the January feeders at 226.27, up 165. 
over in the pork complex as the uh, traders wrap up the week they were five to 52 cents higher february traded anywhere from 65 lower to 98 cents higher on the day we were all over the board weekly export bookings at 23,000 metric ton uh, that was a two-week high led by sales to mexico japan and south korea usda's national cutout value was 212 lower however at 84.54 USDA reporting numbers through Thursday at 1,800,000. Uh, that compares to 1,900,000 the same week last year. And there again, the guys are keeping the hogs in the buildings just for heat as we move into this cold weather. February hogs closed at 72.60, up 52. April closed at 79.05. That's up a dime. And February pork cutouts closed at 86.47, up 97. Before I forget, and we do the weather, uh, Zach, just a uh, I uh, talked to our buddy Mike Hamilton up at the hay auction yesterday afternoon. We got okay. hay sale tomorrow, and I talked to him yesterday. And I said, "What do you, What do you think, Mike? It, it's gonna gonna be." He goes, "Hey, we're going with it." He said, "People are gonna need hay," and he said, "We're we're gonna go with it." So He's, we yeah. are gonna have the hay auction tomorrow morning. He's so there for I the people, you know. Yep, we're there for those of you that need it. So I don't know how much hay will be delivered. Now there was already hay in yesterday. He, they got a great big pavilion. Uh, and they're keeping as much of it under the roof as they can with this rain moving through. Uh, whether or not guys will get out and move a lot of hay, we don't expect a real big run, but we are going to have a sale. And uh, if you need hay, we'll be there to we'll be there to get it sold and get you loaded out and get you back home tomorrow. But the hay auction, as as of right now, is on for tomorrow morning. Gets underway at eleven. You can go to the HamiltonHayAuction dot com website if you need any more information. 527 on the mark on this Friday morning. Let's head over to the weather desk. Zach, tell them what they want to know. <laughs> it's not going to be what they want to know, but I'll give the forecast. How about that? All right. It is 47 degrees outside right now. We are at that high for today. Temperatures are just going to drop uh, later this morning into the afternoon. Rain is moving through the area right now. It looks like it's just north of St. Louis, and then also there's another front just south of St. Louis. Looks like the greater St. Louis area could catch a stray shower or two right now. If you're down in that Farmington area, it looks like it's moving through that area. Could catch a stray shower this morning. There is a chance of rain through the area throughout the day today. Looks like that will move to snow this afternoon as temperatures drop. They are saying about an inch of snow is expected this evening into tonight. Again, 48 degrees the high for today, but wind advisory also hits around noon today. We could see wind gusts as high as 50 miles an hour this afternoon into this evening. Low tonight of 16 degrees. It will be cloudy and windy once that snow moves out for the weekend. That Arctic air is still going to be here Saturday. Partly sunny, high of just 20 degrees. Mostly cloudy overnight Saturday with a low of zero degrees on Sunday, we're going to start out mostly sunny, high of just 10 degrees. And on Sunday afternoon, there is a chance of some more snow. Right now, it says an inch or two is expected, a low of 4 degrees on Sunday night. And on Monday, high of just 12 degrees with a low, again, of 0 degrees Monday night. Could see some more snow flurries on Monday as well. And then on Tuesday, mostly sunny and cold, a high of just 11 degrees and a low again in the single digits on Tuesday night. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. You know, Zach, I've got quite a bit of authority there at the radio station, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. being the number one yeah. guy in seniority. I've got mm-hmm. a lot. I'm always looking out for my fellow workers. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Put the word out. Send out a memo. Okay. 
Tell everybody they got Monday off. All right, I'll send the. Uh, I'll get the. I'll get the email drafted right now. All right, we'll be able to figure out something. We'll do some best of. We'll we'll do something. But I don't want our people out in that kind of weather. Uh, right. Uh, it's <laughs> I got any authority. Uh, let's see. Forty three degrees right here in Bell. It's actually warmed up a degree in the last little bit. Uh, winds are coming in out of the east at seven. Uh, sunrise at seven eighteen and sundown this afternoon at five o'clock straight up. And you don't think it's coming? Well, I just checked in again in Kansas City. It's now twenty two degrees. Winds are coming in out of the northwest at 17 miles an hour. That gives them a wind chill of 8 degrees, and they have visibility of 3 miles. Now, that's just, it's coming. That's, just all, that's all it's wrong. It's coming. That's just all wrong. Um, so, yeah, it's just to, our, just to our west. And if you are heading out, um, the boys wanted me to go to Tampa with them today for hockey. What was I thinking? I know. You, you missed your vacation. I know. What was I thinking? I could have got out of town. We'll be right back. So you say you crave choices. Have you seen the Cafe Appliance line? Commercial cell ranges, unique food storage options, plus quiet, convenient cleanup. With an abundance of features, plus finishes like white or black matte and stainless steel. And now you can get six different beautiful hardware options. Just as your style evolves, your rooms do too. From changing out throw pillows to adding new art, your home is your canvas. Satisfy your appliance cravings with the Cafe line at any of the appliance discounted showrooms. Where, as always, our, our savings, savings are your savings. savings. And Britain struck more than 60 targets in 16 different locations in Yemen. The strike targeting Iranian-backed Houthi rebels who've been attacking commercial ships in the Red Sea. ABC News contributor and former Deputy Secretary of Defense for the Middle East, Mick Mulroy, says... This is a long time coming and needed to happen. There's only so long the United States uh, should be out there deflecting attacks, not only against commercial shipping, but against our own naval assets. So uh, this needed to happen. It's happened amid fears of the Israel-Hamas war escalating and spreading. At The Hague right now, Israel's presenting its defense to a charge of genocide brought by South Africa. Every state in the U.S. under some kind of severe weather alert. The National Weather Service warning of life-threatening wind chills in South Dakota. Extreme cold also expected in the northwest. A blizzard warning in Iowa impacting the last days of campaigning ahead of Monday's caucuses. This is ABC News. Forty-seven degrees at five thirty-one. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. Both MoDOT and IDOT are preparing for the latest round of winter weather. Both agencies say roads can't be pre-treated because the rain would just wash away the chemicals. Motorists are advised to use extreme caution as roadways could become icy with expectedly rapidly dropping temperatures. Governor Mike Parson signed an executive order as a precautionary measure to prepare for winter weather, including the extreme cold expected over the next several days. The order places the Missouri National Guard on standby for response efforts. In other news, two men are facing charges in connection with a double shooting in St. Charles. 29-year-old Quindarian Wright and Brendan Sidnor are charged on multiple counts, including assault and armed criminal action for the shooting along the 200 block of Transit Street. Initially, the shooting was reported as a result of an attempted robbery. Police say they later learned it stemmed from a drug deal. Police claim Wright went with Cinder to the transaction. At some point, Cinder and a third man began shooting at one another. Wright took out a gun of his own and fired a shot at the third man as he ran away. He was later found in an alley with a gunshot wound. He remains hospitalized in stable condi- condition. Cinder was also hit in the gunfire. His injuries are said to be non-life-threatening. 
January is designated as Human Trafficking Awareness Month. KTRS's Jill Enders has more on what Illinois is doing to combat human human trafficking. In 2022, Illinois State Police created the Trafficking Enforcement Bureau to combat the manipulation and exploitation of children and adults. This resulted in the arrest of 23 suspects attempting to engage in commercial sex acts with minors in areas throughout the state in 2023. ISP has also conducted investigations resulting in the arrest of suspected human traffickers and conducted human trafficking victim rescue operations aimed at providing services to victims of human trafficking. ISP is planning at least one human trafficking operation each month this year. Now, if you suspect someone is the victim of human trafficking, you should call the Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888. That number again, 1-888-373-7888. Jill Enters, KTRS News. The Missouri Department of Conservation is beginning the new year by acknowledging highlights from 2023 in the St. Louis region. KTRS's Steve Potter has the story. The department is looking back on last year's accomplishments in our region, which include the opening of the Howard Wood Urban Outreach Office on Shenandoah in St. Louis. Town and country resident Ray Wagner Jr. became the newest member of the Conservation Commission. Tower Grove Park is recognized for its partnership with the Community Forestry Council as an outstanding steward of community trees. The department acknowledges the role of the St. Louis Zoo in helping to increase the population of the endangered hellbender, and the Columbia Bottom Conservation Area in Spanish Lake is highlighted for its work in providing a wetland habitat for wildlife and for designing flood relief for neighboring areas and recreation opportunities for the public. Steve Potter, KTRS News. The second police chief in Chesterfield's history will be sworn in today. Captain Cheryl Funkhauser will take over the reins for retiring Chief Ray Johnson, the first and only police chief for the city of Chesterfield since its incorporation in 1988. Funkhauser is a 28-year veteran of Chesterfield Police Department. She has served the Chesterfield Police Department in several roles as she progressed through the ranks, beginning as a patrol officer and community affairs specialist before being promoted to sergeant and supervisor of the Bureau of Community Affairs and the Bureau of of Uninformed Patrol. Over 12 years, she earned promotions from sergeant to lieutenant and then to captain, where she has served as commander of the Division of Operational Support since 2017. That's the KTRS News. Time is 535. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Shoemaker, fifth generation farmer. We raise corn, soybeans, and some wheat, contract finishing hog site. When we uh, started our farming operation, a lot of our financing was you could only lock them in for five to seven years. Then I heard farm credits, long-term loans, and they also mentioned patronage. So we decided to switch everything over to farm credit because they could lock our land up and give us a good interest rate for whatever we needed. So we went ahead and refinanced everything with that and been happy ever since. And I wish I'd have done it 10 years ago. And then in the middle of the year, June, we get these checks in the mail from Farm Credit and they're called patronage checks. It's like, never got a check for borrowing money from a banker before. It's been a great experience with Farm Credit. The people that I've dealt with, they've been knowledgeable, upfront. Any question you ask him, he knows the answer. And if he don't, he has people that can find the answer for you. And looking back, I wish I'd have done it years ago. This is 
is what everybody else can experience, too, when they work with your team at Lauren Risley Realty. You guys go above and beyond. I mean, as a matter of fact, the other day, one of your team members was helping one of your clients <laughs> pack. Move. Yes. Her whole house. Her whole house, yeah. Her movers bailed on her last minute, and he canceled all of his appointments, and for two full days he was... And this was 100 degrees in St. Mm-hmm. Louis in the summer, yep. And he packed up an entire pod for her, and... Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of stuff we do. I mean, every agent on my team, they're fantastic, but they're on my team because they have a servant's heart. Yep. And our main goal is to serve people. And when you lead with that, the business just comes. And so we're very, very thankful for that. But it's just fun. You know, like when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. Well, we love you. We love everything that Lauren Risley Realty does. And I think you guys will, too. You can learn more. Call Lauren Risley Realty at 314-775-0684. You can also email hello at LaurenRisleyRealty.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 538 on the mark on this Friday morning, 12th of January. Getting a few texts on the text line. I don't know if I got uh, Harry over in Mascuda, point nine. Uh, Tom up in Jacksonville, point four uh, inches of rain. Uh, Pat over in Morton. Now, Pat, we'll let it go this time. Pat says, gents, I messed up when reading my lacrosse weather station. Warson Woods had point seven three since midnight of rain. Uh, they, oh, Pat never heard any rain either. I didn't hear a thing overnight. Uh, head, they're going to be driving to East Central Pike County around noon and hope they don't get blown off the highway. So there you go. Pat, you're on probation. You screwed up once. Two strikes and you're out. Okay. Now we're just kidding. Uh, there you go. So we'll keep an eye on that situation. It is warm out there. Don't let that, don't let, don't get up this morning and say, ah, those guys didn't know what they were talking about. They're talking about all that cold weather. Look at it. It's 45 degrees. Yeah. When you come back out this afternoon, if you're going to work or school, it'll be a whole different world. Zach, what do you got? When's this all supposed to start happening? Yeah, we're reading 48 degrees here at uh, in Maryland Heights. It's just overcast right now. It looks like there is some rain just north of St. Louis and just south of St. Louis. Looks like that southern storm is moving north. So with a greater St. Louis area, could see some more rain throughout the morning and into early afternoon. Again, 48 degrees outside right now. That is the high for today, this afternoon. That Arctic air hits us and that temperature is just going to drop out. It is uh, wind advisory also starts at noon today. Could see wind gusts as high as 50 miles an hour this afternoon into tonight. That rain that's moving through the area is going to turn to snow as temperatures drop throughout the area. Right now, they're just saying about an inch of snow is possible tonight. But again, 50 mile an hour winds in there. We uh, mentioned in the uh, 5.30 news that they can't treat the roads today because of the rain. So hazardous road conditions this afternoon into this evening. Low of 16 degrees overnight tonight. And for the weekend, Saturday, partly sunny on Saturday. High of just 20 degrees with a low of zero on Saturday night. On Sunday, we're going to start out mostly sunny. High of just 10 degrees on Sunday. More snow is expected to move in on Sunday. Right now, they're calling for one to three inches of snow Sunday afternoon. Low of four degrees on Sunday night. And on Monday for MLK Day, it's going to be a high of just 12 degrees. Again, could see some flurries. On Monday, no accumulation is is expected on Monday, but it is going to be cold. High again of 12 degrees and a low of 1 degree on Monday night, and that cold weather continues, but it will be sunny on Tuesday. High of just 12 degrees and a low Tuesday night of 6 degrees Tuesday night. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Sorry I ask. 
Uh, 40, 43 <laughs> degrees. It, 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 my, my temperature, it goes up a degree or two, and then it drops mm-hmm. a degree or two or three, and then it goes back up a degree or two. It well, must be this I afternoon. It's gonna it's gonna drop about forty degrees or so. Yeah, and then not and not come back <laughs> and not come back. Uh, winds are coming in out of the east at eight miles an hour now. Uh, humidity at ninety two percent. Visibility here is ten miles. Uh, sun up at seven eighteen and sundown at five this afternoon. And as we were talking earlier, Kansas City it has already started to move in there, as we are seeing temperatures there. In the uh, in the low twenties already, so uh, it has already started to drop there. They've got big wind, seventeen mile an hour winds, and uh, wind chills down in the single digits. It's it's going to uh, be even colder there than it is here. I, I have family in Kansas City, and they said on uh, Sunday their high, yeah. our high is like I think what I just say seven eight degrees on Sunday. Sunday the high is ten, and uh-huh. for there the high is like negative two on Sunday. <sighs> You know what? At that temperature, it's just cold. What time's that? What time's that game? That's um, I believe it's at seven p.m. Let me double check. That's but, Saturday, right? Yeah, it's a Saturday yeah. night game. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I'm looking to hourly. It's at seven p.m. tomorrow night. Seven p.m. tomorrow night. Okay. I don't go past at six o'clock tomorrow morning. It's three degrees. I don't go past that. So yeah, if you're going to the football game in Kansas City. And I don't know why you would, but if you wear, are. Wear a jacket. <laughs> wear a jacket. Yeah, you might want to wear a jacket. Uh, cold weather, as we were talking about, uh, a lot of things were impacted. Uh, Jerry Clark, he's with the University of Wisconsin Extension. Uh, he sent out a text I was reading yesterday about the lack of snow cover in Wisconsin. Has the Wisconsin dairy producers concerned about the health of their alfalfa crop? Now, we mentioned the other day about this extreme cold affecting the wheat here. Uh, it heaves that wheat out of the ground when that ground freezes and there's all this moisture in it. Uh, they say that the this cold snap could actually wipe out the alfalfa crop in Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin, big dairy. There's no doubt about it. Everybody knows Wisconsin's a dairy state. And they take a lot of alfalfa, um, a lack of snow cover. Uh, also causes concerns that the low soil temperatures in the spring will do two things. It delays planting, and it delays bringing that alfalfa hay out of dormancy. So a lot of concerns right now. And then this cold weather. Now, there are areas out west where they're getting this cold weather where there is snow cover. And that will kind of insulate that wheat crop out there. But when you're looking at bare ground like we are, and you're looking at these kind of temperatures, yeah, it could start to affect the wheat crop here, but they're really concerned about the alfalfa. Alfalfa is a very kind of a temperamental kind of a crop. It's just too hot, too dry, too cold, too wet. Uh, things got to be be pretty good to grow a really good alfalfa crop, and yeah, those Wisconsin dairy farmers, they're concerned. It's 544. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with this week's Illinois Farm Bureau report with Rita Frazier right after this. This Jennifer and Wendy announcement is brought to you by BetterHelp. Around this time of year, many of us become obsessed with making changes. Maybe you tackled that messy hall closet and you want to take on another. Or maybe there are relationships in your life that feel draining emotionally and you need help negotiating them. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Therapy can help you find strengths, so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that will really stick. 
You might want to learn some new skills or how to set boundaries with people who zap your energy. BetterHelp makes it easy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J&W today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J&W. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash or cccwstl.com. Get a tax refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt now. No fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank at jacksonhewitt.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Hello from the Illinois Farm Bureau in Bloomington. I'm Rita Frazier with the RFD Radio Network. Jennifer Smith is with the IAA Foundation, the charitable arm of the Illinois Farm Bureau. And scholarship season is open for the IAA Foundation. And there are several new scholarships available in Illinois. So we do have the Alvin Eigenrau Memorial Scholarship this one was established by his daughter to honor her dad. Um, Marilyn Strothman is who has established that fund. The Stephen Willits Memorial Scholarship Fund is another new one. And that was an anonymous donor that wishes to honor the legacy of Steve Willits out of Mercer County. We are pleased to kick off this year the Six Generations Illinois Farming Scholarship established by Jack and Martha Fossey, who wanted to honor their farming legacy uh, in Tazewell County. It's tremendous that each year you're able to celebrate your current scholarships and look at new ones. You know, why do you think your program continues to grow? Rita, I wish I could put my finger on it, but what I like to think is happening is that we don't just talk about the students that we're supporting and the money that we're giving away, but rather we've shifted our focus to talk about why donors want to do this. And it's unique to each individual donor. Some are paying tribute to a legacy of their family. Others are honoring loved ones. Some just want to give back in a way that they've received support and they want to pay that forward to others. So really shifting that focus more to the why than the ins and outs and the the data and the details. I like to think that's probably what's driving us to grow each year. And one thing that it goes in my mind is you know, your passion, your team's passion for this program and these students. You're correct. To me, it doesn't um, rely on the dollars awarded. It's each student's impact. Um, so we are very fortunate to be able to meet a lot of these students face-to-face or even just receiving thank you notes or connecting them with their donors. Um, and every scholarship makes a difference in some way, shape, or form to all of these students. Um, And that's probably another reason that we're growing is these students do the best job of communicating back with their donors and letting them know how much they appreciate feeling supported um, and motivating them to be successful. So we mentioned uh, we're starting a new year. The application 
some processes open. Give us some some fine tips on for uh, those who want to apply. How do they do it? And, you know, what's the best way to go about it? Students need to visit our website, iaafoundation.org, where they can link to the application. The entire process is online. My best advice is do not wait until the last minute. They are due in their full, complete status on February 15th at midnight or 11.59 p.m. that night. The system will close and they will no longer be able to make edits or submit. Um, So if I had to give advice, it would be don't wait. Uh, Go out there, check out what's necessary and required. Students can save their progress and come back to it at a later time. There's different components where basic information, uh, there is an essay. (laughs) I do hear from my applicants that my essays are not always easy. So definitely take a look at that and spend some time really just finding a way that you can be unique uh, and stand out a little bit. Stay professional, but be unique. And there again, uh, very challenging because in this day and age, you have a tremendous amount of highly qualified, motivated ag students. We do not see a bad student apply. Mm. Um, So we have shifted our focus on the backside to looking for a well-rounded student. We want to see that they not only are they good at school, they don't have to be the top of their class anymore. We want to see that they're involved in their community, that they are giving back in some way, shape, or form, that they have been involved in student organizations, either in college or in high school, uh, held leadership roles and positions within those organizations, and that they're gaining experience in the field of work in which they're studying. So have they been taking advantage of an internship or work experiences? And we're really looking for that big picture student that really wants to apply themselves going forward. For details on the scholarship program, head to iaafoundation.org. Here's what Illinois farmer John Griffel has to say about farmweeknow.com. It gives you a whole wealth of data. You can go through and look at your markets in your local areas. You can look at the weather for your area. The wealth of information on there is pretty exceptional. I look mainly for ease of use, and it's very easy to use. It's very straightforward, very understandable. I have three minutes while the feeder's rolling. I can look and look through those options and just keep up to date with a couple minutes a day. Farmweeknow.com. All ag, all Illinois, all you need. Thanks, Rita. Always great information there. Check out those scholarship programs that are available if you think you are eligible. 551 on this Friday morning. Well, I hate to do it, but we got to go back to the weather. Check on it. If you haven't heard by now, there's cold air on the way. This report brought to you by our friends over at Viviano Heating and Air. I hope your furnace is working. What do you got, Zach? 48 degrees outside right now. It is just overcast. There is rain just north of St. Louis and just south of St. Louis. Looks like that southern storm is moving north. St. Louis could catch a stray shower or two throughout the day. There is a chance of showers throughout the afternoon. Temperatures are just going to drop throughout the day today. Wind advisory goes into effect at noon today. We could see 50-mile-an-hour gusts of winds this afternoon as temperatures drop and we get that Arctic air hitting us this afternoon. High of 48 degrees today, so we are at that high. Temperatures are just going to drop as to a low of 16 degrees tonight. Right now, they're just calling for about an inch of snow this afternoon into this evening. But again, 50-mile-an-hour winds and hazardous road conditions with the blowing snow. First Saturday, partly sunny, high of 21 degrees, mostly cloudy Saturday night with a low of zero. Going to start out the day on Sunday with a high of just 10 degrees, mostly sunny to start the day, and then chance of snow showers Sunday afternoon. Right now they're calling for about an inch or two of snow with a low of 4 degrees on Sunday night. Then from Monday, 
Again, flurries to start the day, high of 12 degrees on Monday with a low of 1 degree on Monday night. And for Tuesday, sun finally comes back out, but we still get that cold air. High of just 12 degrees on Tuesday with a low of 7 on Tuesday night. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Zach, the thermometer in Kansas City looks like a clock. It's changing about every minute. They've lost four Keeps degrees going down. since we went out. Yeah, they're down to now 20 degrees in Kansas City. Yeah, it's dropping just like tick, tick, mm-hmm. tick, bone. Uh, we're still showing 43, oh, 44 here in Belleville this morning. Winds are coming in out of the east at 9. Humidity's way up there at 93. Visibility's at 9 miles. Sun up at 718 and sundown this afternoon at 5 o'clock. Well, I hope that you don't need to call Viviano Heating and Air today because that means one thing. That means your furnace isn't working, and it's not a good time to have that happen. But if that furnace does go down, who are you going to call? You're on the Illinois side of the river? Viviano Heating and Air. They're the place to go. They'll send out a technician as quick as they can get one there. And as we said, they only operate on the Illinois side of the river, which is good news. That means they've got a technician, hopefully in your neighborhood, if you have issues with that furnace. Give them a call today. Viviano Heating and Air. VivianoAir.com is their website. Best place to start. Phone numbers. Everything you need to know. VivianoAir.com is the place to go to find out all you need to know. VivianoAir.com. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event you can stock up on all your favorites and get 50 percent off site-wide that's 50 percent off incredible steaks like their legendary butcher's cut filet mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable butcher's cut top sirloin just go to omahasteaks.com plus when you use code quality at checkout you'll get an extra 30 dollars off your order from perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers decadent desserts and classic comfort meals every bite is guaranteed perfect for a limited time get 50 percent off site wide plus save an extra $30 when you use promo code quality at checkout start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks all 50% off with their end of season event make sure to enter the promo code quality at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order minimum purchase may apply Omaha Steaks America's original butcher from ABC News, Wall Street Now. New numbers showing hotter-than-expected inflation and labor market strength had little effect on stocks Thursday. The Dow Jones rose about 15 points yesterday to close at 37.711, still enough for a new record high. The S&P and Nasdaq Composite finished the day essentially flat. Regulators' approval of Bitcoin exchange-traded funds had investors jumping into cryptocurrencies. ETFs saw $4.6 billion worth of business shares trade hands Thursday. Vanguard, the largest mutual fund provider, says it has no plans to make ETFs available to brokerage clients. Some executives, though, expect the items to pave the way for more innovative crypto exchanges like Spot Ether products. Oil prices rose after Britain and the United States carried out military strikes against targets in Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen yesterday. 
West Texas intermediate crude futures climbed 2.4 percent to 73.75 per barrel. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And looks like the market's off about 130 points in the overnight trade. One of the textures, real quick, asked this morning, Zach, about the rivers. Uh, how's all the rain helping with the rivers? Well, it actually has come up a little bit. We're at a, one, a plus 1.9 feet, which is definitely good news, as these grain barges are loading out. A lot of trucks moving and a lot of grain moving. So they, they have gained a little bit of water in the rivers as we get started uh, going into the new year. So definitely good news there. We are just about out of time taking a quick look at what's going on on those uh, futures on the overnight trade. We're about a half cent higher in the corn trade. We're just a couple of hours from the USDA coming out with their numbers. It'll be released at 11 o'clock our time this morning. March corns are up a half at 4.58 and September's at 4.83, up a quarter cent. December's at 4.90. Also up a quarter cent a bushel. Soybean trading about six cents higher right down the board. And wheat is up about three. That music means we're out of here. We're going to stoke her up the furnace, cut some firewood and make some eggs and make sure we're ready to go for the uh, cold weather. Be careful out there. Make sure your livestock and pets are all taken care of. See you Tuesday morning at 5. Like in the United States and Canada, Tens of millions were victims of porch pirates this past Christmas. But the government is warning citizens to not post ring and other doorbell videos of the thieves stealing your orders. Wait until you hear why. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Safe. Save 20% on a new Simply Safe system with a Fast Protect plan by visiting simplysafekim.com. Police in the Canadian province of Quebec warned all citizens against posting surveillance video of their packages being stolen. Because, wait for it, the video could violate the so-called privacy rights of thieves. The police there are worried about the thieves' privacy as they steal your packages from your front porch. Of course, that's Canada, and laws are different here, at least for now. Because it won't be long before some crackpot San Francisco, Chicago, or some other high-crime-ridden city in America climbs up on the pro-crime bandwagon, too. Join over a half a million folks who get TechSmart the easy way with my free newsletter. Sign up right now at GetKim.com.